0: Thought guy, And I just wanted to be sure I took the opportunity when I have somebody like Jamie visiting us that, uh, you know, we can catch a little bit of his wisdom at the same time. So thank you for for being a part of this. So uh, first I want to start out by talking about the uh, talk title, which is uh, uh, Gratis Gratus. More Latin. (laughs) We had Latin last week, too. So... um, (laughs) We, we always say gratis here in the U.S., but um, I double-checked it and it's gratis, but gratis, um, we always think that that means free. And at first I thought, oh, that's clever. Okay, so I'll do free, and uh, I'll tell you what gratis means in, in a moment. But I also found out that it actually um, is, means freely and thankful as well without recompense and gratus means grateful as it sounds like grateful so my thought originally was oh free gratitude and then as I looked into it I found out that gratus also means pleasing and beloved as well as grateful and so then I realized wow that's so cool because the two words almost mesh You know, they both mean thankful, or they both mean gratitude. And they both mean this this freeness, this pleasant freeness. Um, So I want to read a quote that Ernest Holmes wrote. It says, um, there is a divine presence at the center of things which responds to us. And it ought to be so real that we feel it everywhere, in everyone, and in every situation. Our starting point is to believe this, not as a theory, or an idle dream, or may I add some logical philosophy, but as something to be recognized and entered into here and now. And that actually comes from his Thanksgiving address that he made on his radio show one year. So this is the time where we <laughs> a little bit talk about history because there is a history to the To Thanksgiving. And um, spirituality, it's also actually originally more of a a religious um, uh, celebration. Thankfulness, family, and food, right? So we celebrate the fall harvest and um, the original, the supposed original Thanksgiving here in America was also was celebrating the fall harvest and also about the survival of the pilgrims in that first year that they were here. And I don't want to get into the politics too much of what Happened with the pilgrims and stuff, but um, the idea that it was a very rough winter for them, and of course the Native Americans that got near them. But um, (laughs) the idea was that you know they survived a very—they didn't know where they were, what what this country was about, what um, what plants would grow, or how to use the soil in this country, and that those who survived and many did not. Um, so they had this celebration, which we now call Thanksgiving. But there's also other fall harvest celebrations. One that is done in China, Taiwan, and Vietnam is called the Moon Festival, and it celebrates the fall harvest. In India, India there is the Diwali Festival of Lights, which is around this time. In, um, in the areas that used to be called Persia, there's a Persian Festival of Autumn, and it's called uh, Marigan. And that celebrates friendship and togetherness. Um, a mare in Persian means kindness, and it's a time for families and communities to come together and gather, often around a table set with colorful cloth and fruits and vegetables and flowers. Um, in Maine, there is a harvest festival. Um, it's actually in Bangor. Maine. And those of you who are Stephen King fan, fans know that many of his books take place in Maine, Bangor, Maine. I think he actually lives there. No. there yeah, he lives near there, but it's not a scary harvest festival. It's, it's and of course, um, I talked about this uh, a few weeks ago. Um, the the Jews have a fall harvest festival called Sukkot or Sukkot, and I wanted to talk to you about your memories of um, Took us when you were a kid, as a fall harvest festival.
1: Well, it was for so for me that was more of a community aspect. Okay. Because it was a, you know it wasn't a thing that we celebrated at home. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were reformed. Yeah, reformed we yeah. for what? I don't know. So,
0: you know <laughs> we were, were reformed you know, too. July. Too. <laughs> July. Yeah. So the doors
1: came out at Hollywood, We had you know, so, you know <laughs> the, the, the big ones were celebrated at home, but Sukkot was a it was. You know, it was almost, it felt like what I assumed Easter'd be. Oh, really? Because was, was that kind of celebratory thing we got together, and it was just doing some activities. Um, so I remember more, and it's something I was thinking as you were listing all the fall festivals, it's fascinating how we come together, or actually how we populate several of these people, mm-hmm. but we celebrate similarly at the same time. Mm. Um, so there's, you know, we call it different things and we focus on different aspects, yet there is this through line. You know, I had heard of maybe a third of the vessels you are talking about, but yeah. we're all doing a version of the same thing at the same time, yeah. um, and so however, we find that community? And it was speaking to the connectedness of all of it, even when we're unaware. Okay. And a quick, although it's not just a disorder for a practitioner story. I was okay. in, a, in a practitioner class, um, and there was someone was talking about remote treatment. Work. So people know that. Yeah. So treatment is the rare work that we do. It's for you healing, know, whatever it's for. And it's so you come see a practitioner, hear my nice story, let's know the truth on okay. it. But that works. That truth is not yeah. bound by the components of in the room. Someone's like, I can treat someone who's right across from me. Yeah. But I, you know, I have a thing with when someone's far away, like in the remote. And I finally said, "Well, it's all one, right?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah." So I get that. Like, "Well, then, remote from <laughs> one." Oh. <laughs> That's good. And it's so yeah, the huh? shortest lesson you have to give because right, they go, "Oh, they don't think we're clear, right?" <You> know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But it reminded me that when you were doing all these celebrations, it's like we're so not remote from each other. You know.
0: I know. Isn't that Isn't that wild? <laughs> When, when, you, when you go through all the holidays and in a few weeks we're, we're going to do a, a special um, uh, winter solstice kind of holiday, all the winter holidays, um, uh, kind of a concert that we're going to do on the 22nd. And that's, I talk about all the holidays that, that come at that same time and just like these fall harvests. And Thanksgiving is a fall harvest um, festival. It's a, it's a it's a ritual, it has become a ritual, but that's the celebration, and that we all have that celebration all throughout the world. You know, they don't do Thanksgiving anywhere else but here in Canada, and Canada's was like last week or the week before or something, and they have their, their own version of Thanksgiving, but it's all celebrating oneness and family and um, uh, the great things that creation brings to us, especially in...
1: This time of year. Yeah, and it's great. Well, see, you know this too, because we have our, the life that we have. Yeah. I spend a lot of my Thanksgiving in, in the company, in not sort of the company, to the kitchen of other people. And I watch, yeah. I've seen so many families celebrate that I'm not, I mean, some because I've done a few, I'm a part of. Yeah. But often I'm just, you just watching other people do this is it, actually fascinating. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it actually has helped me when I watch my own family, you know, because it's it's always a great time. Business sometimes it's so cliche. Oh yeah, you know about how things have for years. Yeah. yeah, I grew up. We'd have Thanksgiving at my aunt and uncle's house, and my father's older brother. They did Thanksgiving to okay. the house in Jersey. Yeah. And so we'd go there and the, the women cooked and like, when I became the chef that I am, like I was allowed to go and make gravy and that's fine. I don't need to go and work. <laughs> and it was, yeah, it, so it was great. And now they have great, better gravy. Um, <laughs> but that's it. But we would we'd get up and the guys would watch football, which was perfect for me. And, and then at some point it was time to rearrange the furniture so we could get all 20, and it was always like somewhere yeah. between 18 and 26 yeah. people every yeah. year for like 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. And there was always this discussion of how would we do this? You know, and how would how do how they They've got folding tables and chairs and everything in there. And when I was younger, I would just listen and, like watch the wisdom of the dance. At some point, it hit me after watching this for 10 years like, it's the same argument, and everyone has the same opinions of what it should be, and it's always the same U shape your uh, yeah. It never ends ever up the same Yeah. Ever, yeah. Ever, ever, ever. yeah, yeah. So finally, when I realized that and the discussion, would start. It's like great. I can watch at least fifteen more minutes of football. <laughs> 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 yeah. Which to which, at least, like you know. When I work with families and work with people, and you know, I don't take their lives personally, and the less became that, I don't have to take my life personally either. Mm-hmm. I don't have to take my family personally, mm-hmm. and I can Green. I can love. Right. <laughs> and absolutely true. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I can. I can love a stranger, I can love someone I'm serving, or working for, and I can love the people I so want to love anyway, yeah. without, just as they are.
0: Yeah, you know, exactly, exactly. We, when I was a kid, we used to go to um, my mother's mother's and father's house for Thanksgiving. And my, my dad's family, we would go to all the Jewish holidays those Sundays were, or, or, or holidays, were at that house. And then all, all the uh, the, sort of non-religious holidays were at the other grandmother's house. And it was like a whole different world, those, those two sides of the family. I'm sure everybody has a similar situation. Um, I also wanted to talk about, and I know this is, this is going to be big for you, which is why I brought it up, faith and food. Um, <laughs> So holidays, of course, and meals go together, of course, for everybody else, and I wanted you to talk a little bit about your connection with food and faith, because I know we've had this conversation before, because every time I see Jamie somewhere, I'm, you know, what are you doing, what's new, you've been doing catered events, you've been chefing, what's happening, and we always get around to talking about his ideas around faith and food. And, and how they, they're one thing in a way. But go ahead, I don't want to talk for you. T- tell us a little bit about that.
1: Well, it's the faith in food. I mean, food for me now, after having professionally slung hash for over 30 years, <laughs> yeah. um, so my aim is really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But food, food is one of, I would say food is one of my love languages. That's how I kind of talk about mm-hmm. it today. Food is very much a conversation so because, you know, I'm blessed that I've done the mechanics of cooking for a long time. So my hands are really good. And I know how things come together. So I don't have to think about how to do what I do. Um, <laughs> you know, so it is a lot of food in that. It's like sort of the mastery of anything. If you master i a master of instruments. So like George Winston doesn't have to think about how to play piano. He just lets you creatively speak his music. Um, so I get to do that with food. And food is very much a conversation of to being towards people. I have gone, you know, far beyond the like, here's the menu, here's what I'm serving you. It's any when I create them, it's like, How do I want you to feel? Which is not just a matter of flavor and texture and temperature, you know, the energy it's like the the movie chocolate, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. the internal crimes, the all <sighs> of those things. You know, I take that stuff too hard, to say seriously, but I take it to heart, you know, if I I'm at work and I have having a bad day uh, for whatever reason I will mentally either do my work and clear my energy or um, set my emotions to my perspective like I don't want the I don't want the turkey to taste like how I feel right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. so faith being so I, I believe that who I am shows up in the food that I do
0: and don't you think that food food has an energy to it um, you know, chocolate has an energy, and, and we have a connection. Most of us, not everybody, loves chocolate, but let's just speak in general terms that I, everyone loves chocolate as much as they love breathing, um, <laughs> and that chocolate has this energy that changes your energy. Um, and and you know, we're all just energy, and we're all just about feeling. Especially in this philosophy and other New Thought type philosophies, and, and it, even the traditional philosophies, when you get to the core of them, it's, it's just about feeling. What do you feel? How does it make you feel? And this, how does it make you feel, empowers you to know that whatever it is you're working on at this particular moment is going to show up.
1: Well, absolutely, and it brings our intention into the conversation because, yes, like, it's all energy. But there's also i mean on a purely physical level there's a very known chemical reaction that has chemicals right. and it's made up of that when it interacts with our body chemistry things happen we, we know this i mean i have spent plenty of years unconsciously eating my emotions I've consciously <laughs> eating my emotions because they often taste delicious yeah. Yeah. But that, pizza I pizza that i don't need that i really want is lovely there's a pizza place by where we live that you know Sometimes it's just kind like, I just need that oversized piece of pizza on the way home. And for the past, one, the past couple of weeks, I've been really busy, so I've been feeling that, noticing that. And if I'm coming home, I'm like, there it is. And I don't have it in me to have that piece of pizza. And I, you know, for whatever it is, for it's like, it's, I don't want to be that overstuffed. And there's a part of like, okay, it's not going to be the student thing. It's just not going to feel, it's the same piece of pizza, it's the same texture. It's not going to feel as good as it is. You know, food is a very intimate conversation also. Think about it, someone has someone has put their hands in their body and the attention on something that's now going into your body. We don't allow too many people to put too many things into our body. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and, and we don't often think about it, and, and right now, we don't want to be thinking about it because just we went to McDonald's and looked at the guy behind me. We just went to McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's. No. But, you know, the deal we make, and move and with its own energy. We were coming home last night, we, we start our days with oatmeal. And what we'll do is- We, we do, do too. It. And <laughs> so what we do is we get to seal cut oatmeal, so we prep the night before and we blanch. so we're just heating up in the morning. Yeah. Fine. yeah. So we started it and we got out the door, we went to go see the Gardens. And on the way home, Susan was like, well, do you think the oatmeal's done? I'm like, I don't know, I'm gonna let it tell us what come home. Yeah, that's right. And I and so I let you know, I talk to food and I will ask it to do what I need it to do, but I will also listen to the dishes I'm doing along the way. This they'll often tell me what they need.
0: I like the idea that you we were talking about the intimacy of food. And um, uh, I must say I, I don't I don't do it very often, but the the idea of that whole saying grace before before eating is is really a lovely ritual actually because you are not just because um, when we feed ourselves whether it's a treat or whether it's you know a meal that we are purposefully <coughs> having for nutrition um, you know we're feeding our souls as well as our bellies and it is an intimate um, it's an intimate ritual just like prayer is an intimate ritual and 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 I just love that idea of Food and faith. I want to talk about one more thing before we go. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot, even though I might have already. Um, what are you thankful for this year? Just name a couple things. This I don't year, want to put, yeah. Well, um, I'm thankful
1: for Susan this year, of course. And it was, oh, it's the same thing every year. Every year for years <laughs> now. I'm Holy smart. cow! I've already been married for the course once I'm just morning. <laughs> but it's no, it's true. I, I am thankful for Susan and. It really has a lot to do with the growth in my life. Mm-hmm. Through, with oh, yeah. costs, despite, through what it costs and spite, would do what all of you want with all of it. But it's you know, I have never had a better mirror.
0: Uh, that's oh. great.
1: And I I've, I've that's never great. had a, a a better challenge. And not that she's challenging, but that I am challenged to be the best version of myself. I totally
0: get what you're ever. talking about. Yes, I have that with, with PJ as well and, and um and, and occasionally, I do get challenged, in a way. and and But in the good way, where I have to sit down and go, oh, yeah, that is kind of a dumb thing that I do or that I've allowed to continue in my life. And um, that,
1: good, that
0: good way, sometimes, yeah. sometimes in the
1: moment. Oh, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm
0: not ready to hear I'm not ready
1: ever. to I'm hear in 15 minutes. am not ready to be wrong, so <laughs> to speak. I don't
0: want to be wrong right now. Just, <laughs> I'll be wrong later. But just give him a moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was telling her about this song. That there's a there's a country western singer, um, Terry Terry. I forgot her last name. But she's actually from Canada. She's not from the south. Canada's from, country. Yes. She's not from the south. Or <laughs> yes. Hello. She's from a different country. Country singer. And she ha- Terry Clark, that's her name. And she has a song where she talks about um, uh, her and her mate have a um, a fight, and she's just saying, just let me be mad. I know I'm gonna forgive you. I know everything's gonna be okay. I know you you wanna you, you know you want everything to be hunky dory, and so do I. But for now, just let me be mad. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And then I'll go through it, and and we'll we'll move forward. Yeah. No, I I, I get it, and
1: I love that. So one of the things I was also thinking of as you were saying that, I was listening but I was thinking, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> is like, well, what else am I going to be grateful for? And and my, garryful, my son will come up mm-hmm. in, in much the same ways that Susie does, but different stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's more, it's grown in a different way, mm-hmm. and all of that. But I was being grateful for, for who I am. Mm-hmm. And, and really, too, I've always been how I've discovered who I am. Because we were, wow. I was talking with someone last night, and the idea of faith and practice and ministry was coming up. And I said, well, I, you know, I'm not the walk-on water type of minister. I mean, I, I can't, because we were joking. We were, there was a lake there. I said, oh, by the way, minister of class, I have <laughs> like, Do, I don't you know but on the final, um, there's this beautiful um, class house in the middle of this little lake. It just comes to the like, So just so you know, I'm on the final, I, I know this, I'm I taking the class. Um, walking on water is actually part of it. It's one you practice now, but <laughs> um but I think about that with me because you know, let you need to add now the minister I am and the way I do the work, the way I take this work, is that I don't need to walk on water and show you the elevated version of it. I'm the one who's gonna go underneath the waves with you and show you how to breathe underneath the water. Oh and that's oh, the, wow. You know, wow, I like that. You know, I discovered that like during yeah. John Rapidello time. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can so a friend of ours who I inadvertently went through a very intense hospice right. journey with um, and realized I can thrive here. You know, it's an odd, it's odd to choose the adjective. Like I did well there, that's not what you say, <laughs> but, but yeah. I was not thrown in the process. I yeah. was deeply enmeshed in it. Yeah. But I could be clear that I was still yeah. there. Yeah. And so <coughs> I can, you know, I can be the person who can walk on water, but I'm gonna meet you where you are. Yes. And if you wanna be mad then yes, we well, have Okay, let's be mad, that's divine too. Right. And you know, breathe that through. Why stop the process? Why stop the caterpillar from be becoming the butterfly? Why why stop the leaf from leaving? Mm. Um, mm-hmm. it's it will return, but if, you know, yeah. we have to say goodbye before we can say hello again.
0: Yeah. And it's and, and The whole leaf idea is they're so beautiful before they fall up the tree. Uh,
1: They're they're, they're grace notes. Yeah, they're grace notes.
0: notes. And then when they fall off, and I know most people in their yards don't find that (laughs) attractive, they go and they rake them up. But if you leave them there, they just end up feeding. The, the the tree and the rest of the yard again.
1: And if you break them up, then you have this pile of leaves to dive into dive the into <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, it's just the best. Oh, yeah.
0: So I, I want to encourage everyone to, um, and you don't have to do it around the table, although your family may do that, is to, to take a little moment um, this week, doesn't have to be Thursday, to um, Think about what you're thankful for. Uh, that's, that's what the card was about today. Um, I put a lot of the, the basic stuff on there that we all should be thankful for because we all share all those things. But then you start getting into your own personal uh, stuff like Jamie and I and, and, our, um, and our respective spouses. But um, take a moment, take five minutes, and, and get yourself into gratitude. And get yourself into thankfulness. You know, I'm thankful for X, Y, Z that happened this year. I'm thankful for yes, sunrises and sunsets and the sunshine and, and clean air and nice water and you know wherever you live and this piece of furniture and and that relationship and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Take time to think about that, and you'll see how it'll change your mood. Even if you're in a good mood, you'll see how it'll uplift you um, and bring you to. Upgrade you bring you to the next step bring you back to revealing divinity in a purposeful way I want to close by reading something from um, Dr. Holmes actually um, that this is out of uh, the Thanksgiving uh, radio show episode and he wrote suppose we try this week to discard our negative approaches to people and circumstances And for every condemnation, let's find something to praise. For every doubt, let's find a faith. For every fear, let's have a new hope. Let's see if we can't sing our song of praise and thanksgiving. I know if we practice this for the next few days, a new flavor will come into our living. And when we gather around that festive board, we too shall be able to say with the psalmist, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless its holy name. There is a key to right living, a golden key to happiness and success. This key is prayer. That is affirmative prayer, for prayer is our direct line of communion. Communion used, not communication, but communion with God or source, or divine love. It is through this communion that we clear the mind of negative thoughts, of doubts and fears. This we must do if we are to become aware of the presence of God within and around us. If we are to reveal that divinity within. If we are to, in our lives, vibrate at the speed of the divine. And we we do this in many ways he's talking about affirmative prayer, which we do, which Jamie did, which I'm about to do in a few minutes, but we also do that with just the idea of gratitude and thankfulness and thanksgiving, but the idea of gratitude. And I want you all to have a joyous and and fill your belly with all kinds of fabulous things and maybe Jamie will come to your house and make special gravy um, <laughs> to make it even more special. But, But as you enjoy, for me it's pumpkin pie, I don't eat turkey anymore, but um, I'll eat a whole pumpkin pie. Um, (laughs) And know and enjoy it. I know a lot of times we eat more than we quote unquote should, but in in the idea that we enjoy, and that we nourish not only our bellies, but our souls in this meal, then that overstuffedness won't seem as negative as it seems. And your belly will take more and your whole soul will nourish more so with this idea of gratitude with this idea of being open-hearted let us know together that there is one mind this mind is a grateful mind this mind is a knowing mind this mind is the mind of the divine of that power in the universe that big bang that creative energy that brings into our lives everything we require we've decided, we've declared, we have revealed in our lives. And as we step into the idea and the communion and the practice of gratitude, we step into the knowing that being of a grateful heart is being of an open heart, an open heart to divine right action, an open heart to intuiting the next course in our lives, as well as the next course in the meal of our lives. With an open heart, we allow the love of the cosmos, the love of the universe, the love of of God, or whatever you want to call it, to illuminate every part of our lives. In our relationships with family and friends, and at work and at play. In our pocketbook, bringing more, abundance into our lives whatever that looks like in our creative life and at work so that we are challenged in the good way we move forward in the in the wonderful way that that our work can do that for us intellectually creatively and we also do that in our body temple nourishing ourselves not only with fine food with clean water with clean air but with the sight of butterflies the sight of a beautiful place like the Sponzo Gardens a sight of a loved one the sight of an idea it, it, enha- it enhances us this gratitude it upgrades us and it allows us to work answer, play, be the divine selves that we are. I'm so grateful for each and every one of us in this community. I am so grateful for this time of year. I am so grateful of knowing that the idea of gratitude and the being in gratitude enhances my life with a luminescence and a love and a peace. And I am living gracefully, as are you." So I release this word with this thanksgiving, knowing this word goes to the universe that not only says yes, but says thank you. Thank you for knowing. Thank you for being you. Thank you for showing the divine and revealing the divine right here, right now, as together we say. And so it is. Let's thank uh, Reverend Jamie Clyde.